Well, we're excited this morning to have uh, Dennis Cole with us. If you're a regular here, you know that for several weeks we've been taking a shot at having Dennis Cole with us uh, from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And uh, his wife, Wendy, who some of, you, some of you may have had the chance to meet Wendy, I know that most of you have not, uh, has been going through some serious health challenges and it's prevented him from, uh, from being able to come, but we're excited that he was able to come this morning uh, all the way from, from Albuquerque just to be with us. So that, that's pretty exciting. And uh, so he, he has a ministry, Dramatic Christian Ministries, where, where he presents God's word, word for word, uh, in a dramatic fashion. And so we'd encourage you this morning as he shares uh, there's the temptation to sort of open up your Bibles and see, like, I'm going to see if he gets any words right or any words wrong. Uh, that will not be helpful for you this morning, uh, I can assure you. Just take it in this morning, and, and let's hear from God's Word together as, as Brother Dennis shares with us. Okay. Well, thanks, Jason. I guess the mic is on, isn't it? Okay, I'm going to do a couple of things here. There. This is here. Oh, there was a piece of paper here. There was some, some paper here. Uh, okay, change. never mind. No, I just used the sheet music. Is that okay? I just wanted to have that there. Hi, everybody. How you doing? I'll take one more step. <laughs> no, it's always, uh, whenever I'm here, I always think about that. Uh, it's funny, huh? Listen, um, I know Jason said, uh, you know, don't read along with the Bible, and I always say that. And the few times that I have forgotten to ask people to, once in a while, I, I don't say to the, to the attendant, attendees, please don't read along with your Bibles. And every single time, everybody's looking down, and I'm saying, what did I do? Why isn't anybody looking? And it's because I forgot to ask. But this morning is different, because I wrote this play. So you don't even know what I'm going to say. Ah, you're going to recognize, I mean, there's scripture in it, there's no doubt about it. But you're going to recognize it, but you won't be able to catch it. So don't even bother. Read along with your Bibles. It doesn't matter. You won't. <laughs> this morning is not a factor. But, uh, yeah, thanks a lot for praying. My wife uh, suddenly got real sick, and it was really scary uh, to all of a sudden be like, you know, you can't breathe, and, you, and your blood is all bad, and uh, transfusions, and you don't know what's going on. And they diagnosed it with that C word, you know, cancer. And... Uh, but it's a lot better since, since it's been diagnosed, a lot better. Her blood's better. She doesn't need transfusions. Uh, we reluctantly did chemo because if we didn't, I think she would have died. The analogy I got was if I was on the Titanic and all that was offered to me to, 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 to stay alive was a lifeboat, would I go on it? And I humbly said, thank you, God, for everything, including chemo. And she's doing better. She's on a good diet. And I haven't been able to travel, but I'm here. And I'm really glad I'm here. I want you to know that uh, it's very, very special for me to, to be here. We used to pastor and live in South Bend, and uh, it's just really, really very good. So thank you for, the, for your prayers and your continued prayers. And, uh, yeah, I'm Dramatic Christian Ministries. We've been doing this for 16 years, starting in January uh, when I was pastoring. And Jason was... Uh, my everything, you know, he was my professor, worship leader, uh, good preacher, great preacher, actually, and uh, associate pastor. And um, he didn't get paid enough, but uh, all he did, you know. No, but he, 
that was 16 years ago. I was uh, invited to do a community uh, communion. And uh, what I did for the community communion, I did the Sermon on the Mount. I spent so many, so many days and months learning the Sermon on the Mount that I said, well, I got to keep doing this. I can't stop. So I do it for my church. <laughs> and then I have a little group of people. We go out and we do uh, John 13, 14, 15. This is while I was continuing to pastor. But we started this thing 16 years ago, and we've had uh, other little groups with us. And I got a big uh, acting company in Al Albuquerque, where we live, called Narrowgate Theater. And uh, it's really been great. Life's full of change, you know. But if you're on the foundation that's solid, the same yesterday, today, and forever, it works. That's what today's about. I've seen all your signs that there's Sola Scriptura. I, I like all this stuff. I noticed this. So what I'm going to do this morning, I'm going to do a play that I, that I wrote. I call it uh, Paul in Prison. Sometimes I call it Paul in a Roman prison because that was a certain kind of prison he was in. He was definitely in a prison. But let's just call it Paul in Prison for short. And I am going to uh, look at you. You're going to be visiting Paul in his, in his prison. And at a certain point, during the presentation, I'm going to ask you if you have any questions. Those questions that I'm asking are not for, for me, they're for Paul. Okay? Now, I know it's a little scary. If you don't have a question for me, you don't have to ask. Okay? I, I, I can't predict what's going to happen. But the questions will be for Paul, not Dennis. Okay? If you say Dennis, I'll say, who's he? But um, mm, water is good. Very good. So you got the idea? And I'm going to write into character. And we're going to have a great time. Let's say, let's say a prayer together. Thank you. Lord, we invite your Holy Spirit, and you have been invited here. That was beautiful worship this morning. May we continue to worship you in spirit and truth. In love, truth and love are the same person. Lord, as your Holy Spirit comes and we invite you again to get underneath the surface of what, we, of what we put on to keep you away, directly and indirectly, and myself, Lord God, may we truly rejoice that you have favored us, that we're not left as orphans, and the proof positive is your Holy Spirit testifying that your God and your word is really interactive. Deliver us from evil and the evil one. Sanctify us with the truth. Your word is true. And let us go to that still small place and hear your voice. I pray this for myself as one of the congregants, for my family back home, and for all families here. Even our enemies, blessing all in the name of the Lord Jesus, who was, is, and is to come, God, almighty, forever praised. Amen. I speak the truth yes. in Messiah. I'm not lying. 
My conscience confirms this in the Holy Spirit. Ruach. I could testify that I myself could be accursed and cut off from you, Messiah, for the sake of my own brothers and sisters. Yes. Yes, the people of Israel. Israel, yes, yes. Hello. Hello. Shalom. Uh, have you been here long? Have you been here long? Oh, no, no I, I, I just, I start to write. I, I forget where I am. I, uh, I, I, I'm so, 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 so many of you. Wow, I'm so glad to see you. Welcome to my, my house, uh, my uh, apartment, my prison. Yes. You know how I know it's my prison? I'm not allowed to leave. <laughs> so, 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 so. You've traveled far? Where are you from? Nowhere? Where's nowhere? Where are you from? Indiana, Goshen. Indiana, Goshen. Goshen, Goshen, Indiana. Indiana. Are, 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 you, are you citizens of Goshen? I see. I'm from Tarsus. But you know, I'm a citizen of Rome. Yes, yes. You know, some. Who have given me 40 lashes minus one. Some of those are not citizens from Rome, but I am a citizen from Rome, from birth, too. But you know, I think you're citizens, too, from somewhere else, aren't you? You're citizens from heaven, aren't you? Yes, 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 I hope you are. Yes. Would you, would you just, uh, now that I know you're here, I, 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 let me finish my thought, okay? <sighs> Israel. Theirs is the adoption as sons and daughters. Theirs the divine glory. The receiving of Torah, the law. The worship practices and the promises and the fathers. Theirs are the fathers. And from them is traced the human ancestry of Messiah, who is God over all, eternally blessed. Amen. <laughs> Mishpuka. You say, what's Mishpuka? <laughs> That's family in Hebrew. Mishpuka. Hello, Mishpuka. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you from my heart for being family. While I wait for my own family to be family the way you and I are family. And I know, I know you also have family, which is not family the way we are family. Yes. Yes, you... You call me the apostle to the goyim, the, the Gentiles, and I, and, I, and I am. I am that. 
Of course, I, I call me the chief of sinners. I also call myself the apostle of murder. Yes. Yes, the apostle of murder. You see, without my control, my authority, that righteous man, Stephen, would have never been executed. Stephen, that righteous man, you, you've heard of him? I, I can tell you right now, I, as I'm telling you this story, I, I don't talk about this much. I, I'm glad you're here. You can you hear me? I, I, I can see him right now. There, there he is. I see him as he was and I, myself as I was. And there's Stephen, right there. Who is he to look so confident? <laughs> In front of me, <laughs> did you realize I have the power to, to execute him or to give him life? And he, and he looks at me like, like, like he's not even afraid of me. Ah, this, this, this lightweight theologian, this, this, this table server, he's not even a preacher. I was offended. I gave the authority, yes! And there it was, rock. After rock, stone after stone, pounding, pounding, pounding. And finally, the fatal blow. Finally, his body betraying his personal countenance, his body shaking and contorted. He's on his knees now. He, he, he speaks to God. But I tell you, he looked right at me. He looked right at me. He looked right at me. Father, Father, don't count this sin against them. Forgive them. Looking at me? Who's he to forgive me? I should forgive him if I was led to for his sins against the almighty God who am I serve him. On his knees now he falls flat on his face, dead. And I despised him. And now I was enraged. Oh, how my following loved my rage. It showed my power. My rage showed my control and rage. We, 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 we arrested all kinds of messianics or Christians, whatever they call themselves, in Jerusalem. We, we, we brought stress and torment and persecution, arresting. Then we mounted, mounted our papers and headed for Damascus. Yes, maybe we could find ourselves another Stephen. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, we, we headed for Damascus in a parade of self-righteousness. And then, and then, and then the sun. Oh, that wasn't the normal sun. That was sun. That, uh, it, it hit my eyes. I, I, I closed my eyes, and, and the burning sensation was on my eyelids, and I was fell to the ground. I opened my eyes. I couldn't see. I, I was groveling on, on the ground. I thought of Stephen. I was as vulnerable as Stephen. I, I was on the ground, and, and my following, they're saying, Saul, 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 what's wrong, Saul? I was embarrassed. 
lying on the ground. I, I, I was groveling. And I tell you, there's two things I learned. Two things I learned which I will never forget. One, I was not in control. I, 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 I wasn't in control at all. I was an embarrassment to my, to my following. I, and the God whom I served, he wasn't helping me. The other thing I learned was I did not know God. I, I thought I did. I, I was like many people who, who, who know about God but don't know God. I, 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 was, I was totally lonely. You understand? I was so lonely. I, I had no hope. I, I thought I was in hell. He was so lonely. So without hope. And, and then I heard the words. I heard, heard the voice. Saul. Saul. Why do you persecute me? And my words, who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you persecute. That was the other thing I learned. When I said to him, who are you, Lord? It showed I didn't know who God was. I, I, I didn't know who God was. Who are you? But when I heard that voice... Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? I knew I was not meeting my maker in judgment. I knew that I was receiving something I never gave. I was receiving mercy. Something I failed to give to that righteous man, Stephen. Mercy. You see, uh, I was changing. <laughs> I was receiving a new power. It wasn't a power of controlling. It was a power of, of, of surrender. It, it, was, it, was, it was just the opposite of controlling. It was, it was a power that I came to understand over time. But over time, I came to know this power that... That, 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 that helped me to know the person of God, uh, the power of his might, the purpose of his person. Yes, if you, if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, if you confess with your mouth, Yahshua Adonai, Jesus is Lord, you'll be saved. For it's with your mouth that you, you profess and are saved. With your heart you believe and are justified. Anyone who puts his trust in him will never be put to shame because there's no distinction between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord over all and richly blesses all who call upon him. This isn't a Bible study I was having. This is a Bible reality. True Bible study enhances relationship. 
course, my former companions, they, I was more than hated. More than hated. I was tormented. I was despised. I, my body was beaten. I was chased down, made naked in the night, cold. I was, I was alone. I, be, be, because, uh, because my theology changed. Is this why? Yes, my theology did change. But that isn't why they hated me. No, it was all so personal. No, I was hated because what I was put fear in them. They couldn't control me. They, they couldn't control what I had. This isn't the Bible as a manual. That's what it was to me, a manual. I controlled scripture if I could, doctrine. No, no, no. This was Emmanuel. Scripture, God with us, with me. This was power. I was free. Uh, of course, I told my companions about uh, Jesus. Uh, he's Jewish. <laughs> he's, you know, he's Jewish, you know. Uh, I'm a Pharisee, I tell them. I'm a Pharisee. The Pharisees, mm, they like that sometimes. I, you know, I love it when the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the two leading groups of the Sanhedrin, the ruling council, Pharisees believe in the resurrection. The Sadducees do not believe in the resurrection. They're priests and they don't believe in the resurrection. I love it when the Sadducees and the Pharisees will quabble about resurrection. And they'll come to me. They say, Saul, 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 Saul. You know my former name, Saul. You know. Tell us about the resurrection. Is the resurrection? Tell us. Do you believe in the resurrection? Is there a resurrection? And Saul, Paul, I would say, of course there's a resurrection. And the Pharisees are very happy. Yes. See, Saul agrees with us. Then I say, Jesus is the resurrection. He's the life. He's the power who rose from the dead. He is the, he is the completion of Passover, the fulfillment of the law. He is. Of course, they hate that. So they, they told me I was insane. Saul, you're insane. All your study has driven you crazy. You, Saul, are a madman. I'm not a madman. I'm a happy man. I used to be a madman. Now I'm happy. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why I'm happy. No. So one day I, I confessed to them. I am a fool. They all said, "You, of course, you're a fool, Saul." You're the biggest fool that ever lived. Look what you gave up. All your prestige, your power, and now you look like ugh, Stephen. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You're a fool. Saul, you're a fool. And I said, I'm a fool for Christ. I'm a fool for the Messiah. Whose fool are you? I tell you, my friends, family, mishpukah, pure hate came my way. It still does. You see, 
You see, in a very real way, I have come to visit you more than you've come to visit me. You see, when you read Scripture, and you read Paul in Scripture, what you get is God demonstrating himself through, through Paul, through Moses. God demonstrating himself. It's God. That's why we call it God's Word. It's God. And I have come to tell you that you in your times, there are many Saul's seeking Stephen's. Yes. Many antichrists throughout the world, not just in Jerusalem and Israel, but throughout the world, not just a Jewish thing, a worldwide thing. And what they all have in common is they're dismantling God's laws and replacing them with man's laws and wanting the worship, the attention that God deserves, only God for man. These players are in government. They are in religion. Oh, they're in finance. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And, and, and they all have one thing in common. Replacing God's laws with man's laws and man's laws taking the place. There's no room for God. And you might say, well, it's a Jewish thing. No, 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 no. This is worldwide. Because if you take away God's laws and replace them with man's laws, particularly the Ten Commandments, you replace them and you call it grace. You've heard me say by grace you've been saved. But if you take away God's laws and replace them with man's laws, you don't have grace. You have anarchy, which is lawlessness disguised as grace. That's the world you live in. Yes. Now, I hope they don't come for you like we came for Stephen. But even if they do, remember what was said is still being said. Emmanuel is still being said. We must obey God, not men. Now, some of these rulers, these leaders, some of them are in, in the church, uh, false prophets. Some of them want nothing to do with God, if you will. But what they both have in common is they want what God has. And they want to replace what God has with man ruling. And they want you. They want you to follow. And believe me, they don't want you to be like Paul or Saul, excuse me, like Saul. They'd rather you be quiet. Just go along. Be miserable, be unhappy, be discontent, be content, be whatever they want you to be. But one thing's for sure, they want you. Do you understand? Passivity in your time is the greatest evil of all time. Listen, friends, family. They may call you a hater. They may say you, you're a hater, which you believe is hateful. If they haven't done so already, remember this, friends. Love your enemies. But know who your enemies are. Uh, excuse me. Yes, guard. Yes, 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 yes. I know. Five minutes. Thank you. Okay. We have a few minutes. The guard. 
grumpy today. He needs a hug. He does. Uh, do you have any questions for me? Uh, friends, family, mishpuka, family. Any questions while I'm, while I'm with you? Yes, yes. What's the most difficult thing about being in jail? You can't get out. <laughs> That's the hardest thing. You're going to leave and I'm going to stay. It's no fun. But it was worse before. Good question. Anybody else? Yes. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Was it a punishment? Yes. It was a chastisement, punishment. Yes, definitely. It, uh, it showed me that uh, I couldn't even see without God's grace. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. And <laughs> I can only tell you when I got my sight back how happy I was. <sighs> yes. How long have I been in jail for? Many, many years. Lots of jails. Many years. Equivalent of 30 years, maybe. Well, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. But one day in jail feels like forever. It's horrible. But it's better than it used to be. depth of the riches and the power of God. His paths are beyond tracing out. His ways are beyond our knowledge. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Who has ever been his counselor? Who has ever given to God? That he should repay that person back. For from him and through him and to him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, guard, just, you can stay for this. Just stay, stay. Listen, uh, you, you have to go, and I have to stay. I, I, I just want to say, I'm so glad you came. So glad we met this morning. Remember, 
These are the best of times. The best wine is saved for the end. But the wine is him and the fellowship as one. It's mishpuka. It isn't something you do, 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 do. It's family. It's new family. Be new. Face the old and be new. It's family. It's mishpuka. This is, this is your sanctifying power in these last days. This is it. This is it. And remember also, the Bible is not a manual. It's not the thing you... It secretly gets you from behind, and, it, and Manuel owns you like it owned me. The Bible is Emmanuel. God interacting with us. You, him, and words that never change. Improvising, but never changing. Yes. And one more thing. He, he just left. Okay, the guard. Okay. Give that guy a hug. He needs a hug. Tell him that uh, hugs cover a multitude of sins. <laughs> and, uh, and remember, pray. Pray. Pray always. And pray especially for the saints. Yes. Pray especially for the saints everywhere. Right at home, in your own house. And everywhere. Shalom, family. Mishpoka. Shalom, shalom. Shalom. Amen. Yep, I wrote down five things. It could be a five-point sermon, but it's going to be like five one-word sermons. <laughs> Jason used to save our congregation from those five-point sermons. He, he preached at least once a month. Everybody's favorite Sunday. I'm a much better preacher now that I can't say as much. But there's something to be said. <laughs> I don't know if you follow baseball at all, but my favorite baseball player is Mariano Rivera. He was a great relief pitcher for the Yankees. He was a starting pitcher, but those nine innings never worked for him. Is the one inning that worked for him. That's the kind of preacher I am. Short and sweet. I wrote down five words to describe Paul. Trapped. Excuse me. I should say Saul. Saul was his name. Saul of Tarsus, and he became Paul. He was trapped. He was controlled and controlling. He had a dissatisfied secrecy. He probably knew it to himself, but he didn't really deal with it. Dissatisfied secrecy that he kept to himself. He was very unsatisfied as Saul, but he was too busy winning at the losing game. You know what I mean by that? Winning at the losing game. He was winning, so it didn't matter that it was a losing game. Watch out for that, friends. And don't replace winning at the losing game with losing at the losing game, because that's still losing. 
He was around God, but not connecting at all with God. He was around God, you know, you're around the scriptures, but he was far, far away. Unless your righteousness is greater than the Pharisees, which Paul was, and the scribes, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. That's something that's still being said. Because God said it. The Bible is Emmanuel and interactive and happening now. And when you and I connect with God right now, wow. We talk about the Holy Spirit. When we connect with him, wow. What what if the Bible was completely the Holy Spirit and interacting, bringing us into scenes and causing fellowship with God and one another? Do Do you think it might affect your life? Yes. Yes, Paul isn't the only one who had a change. But Paul had a change that can show us And the last thing I want to say, Paul had a change that could show us and give us because the Holy Spirit is the only Paul you know. The only scriptures you read from Paul is the Holy Spirit. Perfect prophecy. The testimony of Jesus, the Word of God, is the spirit of prophecy. And finally, Emmanuel, Emmanuel for Paul, replaced the Emmanuel. And then my word here, drop your mask. You say, well, that's insulting. No, drop it. It's more fun that way. (laughs) It's great. Well, I'm I'm fine. Can I pray for you, sir? I'm fine. (laughs) Have you get one of those? Hey, can I pray for you? I'm fine. (laughs) Gosh. I'm fine. You know, fire in the eyes. I'm fine. You don't leave me alone. <laughs> Somebody said to me, hey, man, you don't dress like the rest of us. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine the way I am. <laughs> hey, folks. Did a cloud lift yet? Is it, is it always foggy like this? I was driving to, from, down from South Bend, and I was thinking, because I drove in from Chicago, full from Chicago, I was thinking, will, will they find where the church is? I mean, how can you see around here? But the fog, it's only fog, and it lifts. And, uh, and you drop your mask. Don't you see, Paul is an example for all of us, isn't he? Come on. When was the last time you used doctrine as a means of not engaging with God? but actually having power over somebody else. Could be your spouse, your children. Could be someone at work. Could be, uh, you know, evangelism. People uh, used to say, hey, Dennis, teach me evangelism. So I said, well, I'll teach you evangelism, but I want to you know, teach you other things that relate to evangelism. But just, just teach me evangelism. I just want to know the technique. <laughs> I remember saying to the guy, well, it's not a technique. It's an approach. It's an attitude. I want that. I said, wait a second. Let's, 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 no, he just wanted the effect. That's manual. Emmanuel is, God, how can I share my faith? I'm, I'm afraid to. I'm afraid, I don't even know if I have faith. 
I'm so used to, you know, you know, the nine o'clock service, the ten o'clock service. All of a sudden, church and the bride becomes an organization that that you just something that you do and you're supposed to do it and you do it. I'm a Christian. I vote. I vote Christian. You know, you know, and you lose. If you believe in your heart, with your heart, you're justified. You believe, you know, that that's the testimony of a salvation. But that's the ongoing life. It's the heart. In the Sermon on the Mount, when Jesus says, you hypocrites, he's saying, those who wear masks, just drop them. So what I want to do is just invite you to come on up. As many as you will, come on up. Maybe Jason will play something. Come on, come on, come on up. I invite you to come up. Come up and bring your fear. If you're, if you're, if you're afraid you don't have salvation, bring that. If you're very, very secretive, if you've been hiding, if you've got suppressed anger, Come on, bring it up. <laughs> Did you see? It's the exercise that will bless you, the exercise of faith. I call it objective learning disorder, OLD. Most of us suffer from Hi, I'm Dennis. I have OLD. I got a bad case of OLD. It's all out there. But faith is subjective. Come on up. Come on up. Walk up. Come on, you most sanctified Christians. Come on up. Walk up. Let's have a, just take a, take a few minutes, we're going to pray. Come on up. Bring your heavy. Jesus will give you his light. He never said, you are the heavy of the world. He says, you're the light of the world. One thing's happening for sure. It doesn't take a profit for me to tell you this. Change is happening for you. You can be on the foundation that's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and change will be a blessing. Those of you who already agree with me, come on up. Come on up. There's something about the act. I call it subjectivity overcoming objective learning disorder. Sold. From old to sold. Lord, in this time, Come on up. Come on up. There's no counselors to bring you up here. I got no crusade language for you. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Be desperate. Blessed are the poor in spirit. They're beggars. They have nothing. No advantage. And they know it. But blessed are they. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I call that brokenness. And the eighth beatitude is very like it. Blessed are those who are persecuted. We always say, well, they're persecuted over there. They're persecuted in America. You're afraid to share your faith. You're afraid. You're going to offend somebody so you don't say anything. And you become part of the passive following, the Sauls, the control freaks, being controlled. And come out of it. Come out of it. Don't be afraid, my friends. I'm not saying beat people up. I'm saying that the only you got is your faith. It's Jesus. He's the only hope. Even Jesus says Satan is the ruler of this world. But the government, your government, my government, if, if we are in him, is on his shoulders. We're not trying to make a better world. We're trying to take people out of the world, and it starts with you. The mission field begins here. It's me. It's my hard heart. 
Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake and the same, the same blessing as, as poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven, the same blessing. I call it from brokenness to boldness. And that's exactly what happened with Saul. He was, he was broken. In, he was made to broken bread and poured out wine. And he himself was broken bread and poured out wine every moment as others became broken bread and poured out wine because he was broken and others were broken. It's transformational. Broken into boldness. All you can do is love. And fear is cast out. Perfect love casts out fear. This is the time. We have an election coming on, but the election is the elect. Don't be afraid. Vote right. Don't get me wrong. Never vote for abortion or this other garbage. Breaking man's, God's laws of man's laws. Never. Never. Don't sin by your vote. But I'm talking about the elect. And I'm ready to pray. Lord, I bless these. And I bless those out there. I bless all. Bringing their things with them. They're heavy. Receiving your light. Bringing their sins. Their secret sins. Their disguised secrecy. Thank you, God. I came a long way to bring my disguised secrecy. And I give it to you. As you reveal it to me, I give it to you. Give it to you. Drop the heavy. Give it to him. You're afraid you don't have salvation? Ask him into your heart right now. And stop the guessing game. Receive him now. Admit your sin. Tell him. And receive it. Forgiveness. Don't live by the manual. Live by Emmanuel. And you know how great God is. Heaven and earth will pass away. But my words will never pass away because I am God. I am that I am, says God. I am. So you can be. It doesn't start with nouns and objectives in the sentence. It starts with being verbs. You are. Blessed are. And then you become something. But you never lose who you are. And the Lord God, thank you for the example of Saul, who became Paul. And thank you for the witness of your Holy Spirit, bearing witness that you are God. And you are with us. And that we desperately need you. Cry out, God, I need you. And I want you. When your want and your need are the same, you have it all. You can't do any better. You don't have to get the promotion at work. You don't have to get the PhD or the BA or even the promotion. You have it. Brokenness, boldness, boldness, brokenness. You are God and you're giving us new wine because we endeavor to be and we are, and we endeavor to be and we are that new wineskin receiving, receiving the best wine saved for the very end. No matter what happens, we have something, and the proof positive is you with us, and the proof positive that you are with us is that we love you. We love one another. 
we are dropping our guard, we're forgiving others, and we are loving one another. We're loving one another. We're practicing that. We know who our enemies are. We don't agree. We don't, we don't uh, do what we did or we shouldn't do with enemies, but we are loving enemies. And we're not afraid that we are a minority in this world. You're reminding us that we always were. In America, we forgot that, but we know we are. And we thank you, God. We thank you that greater is he who is in us than, than he who is in the world. You are God, and I'm your son, daughter, and I just thank you, God, for thinking of me, for thinking of my family, thinking of me, offering me salvation, and I take it. Jesus says, take this inheritance prepared for you before the world began. Take it. That honors God. It brings glory to God, and it blesses you. It blesses your loved ones. It drops your guard, and you are a child again. You're childlike, and you can finally fit through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it, but small is the gate, and narrow the road and the way that leads to life. And only a few find it, and I am found it. Believe me, friends, this is your discipleship. This is your evangelism. This is transformation. Stay here. Come here and stay here. Ground zero is where God is at. And he will lift you up. We bless your name, God, and we give you great thanks, Jesus, for such a time as this, this very moment held in captive obedience unto thee. Yeshua, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be, you may be seated. Just be seated. We just have a few more minutes. Thank you. Thank you, everybody.